Welcome to the Boston, Massachusetts Injury Lawyers Podcast for Jeffrey Glassman Injury Lawyers, the podcast designed to get you the information you need to make educated decisions about your personal injury claim. Construction is one of the most dangerous occupations in the United States. Injuries or fatalities resulting from construction accidents lead to workers' compensation claims and, in some cases, personal injury lawsuits. In this episode of the Boston, Massachusetts Injury Lawyers Podcast, we're going to explore the causes of construction accidents, the sometimes life-altering injuries that can occur, the role of OSHA. We'll discuss protection for whistleblowers and some of the kinds of settlements we've seen, as well as the steps you need to take if you or someone you love has been injured while working on a construction site of any kind, and how the law office of Jeffrey Glassman can help. Serious and fatal construction accidents often occur when an employer, property owner, or other party fails to correct a dangerous or unsafe condition on site. The Boston Construction Accident Attorneys at the Jeffrey Glassman Injury Lawyers are dedicated to fighting for the rights of people injured on the job. We refuse to be intimidated by the tactics of large corporations, their insurance companies, or opposing attorneys who try to prevent these business entities from being held accountable for their negligence. You must understand that the majority of construction fatalities occur due to four types of accidents. While we refer to these incidents as accidents, the reality is construction injuries are most often the result of negligence by a contractor property owner, subcontractor, equipment manufacturer, or other party who fails to follow state and federal regulations. Often the failure involves neglecting to provide adequate training, proper safety gear, or safe equipment on a job site. In many instances, contractors attempt to circumvent safety regulations in an effort to save time and money, but the reality is contractors that follow safety protocols tend to be the most successful. This is especially true for new companies. Construction companies that fail in their first two years in business very often have injury rates that are more than two times higher than companies that succeed. It's an interesting statistic. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration calls construction, quote, a high-hazard industry, end quote. And this is because construction workers perform numerous tasks, that expose them to a variety of on-the-job dangers, including falls from roofs and other high places, tools and equipment lacking guards or other protections, being struck by heavy machinery, and exposure to silica dust, asbestos, and other toxic substances. OSHA reports that of the 4,779 private sector workers who died on the job in 2018, more than 1,000, or 21%, were in construction. That means that one in five workers who died on the job in 2018 were construction workers. The main causes of construction worker deaths, and this is excluding highway collisions, are what OSHA refers to as the fatal four. And those are one, falls, two, being struck by an object, three, electrocution, and four, being caught in or between equipment. According to the agency, these four types of accidents account for more than 58% of construction worker deaths in 2018, and if eliminated, would save nearly 600 worker lives each year. 
Construction workers employed by smaller construction companies tend to be most at risk for serious injuries and work-related fatalities. Companies with less than 20 employees reportedly account for 75% of fatal falls. Now, this statistic is especially jarring when you consider that more than 90% of construction companies have less than 20 employees. So what are the four main causes of accidents in the construction industry in Massachusetts? The construction industry in Massachusetts, as well as in any other state, is known to be one of the most dangerous industries. The four leading causes of accidents in the construction industry in Massachusetts are 1. Falls. Now, this is the most common cause of construction accidents, and it can happen from various heights, such as scaffolding, ladders, or roofs. 2. Is being struck by an object. This can happen when a worker is hit by a falling object or a vehicle on the job site. Three is caught in between. This occurs when a worker is caught between two objects, such as a wall and a piece of heavy equipment. And four is electrocutions. These happen when a worker comes into contact with live electrical wires or equipment. These accidents can cause serious injuries or death, and it is important for employers to ensure that proper safety protocols and equipment are in place to prevent these type of accidents in the first place. Employers have a legal responsibility to provide a safe working environment, and if an employer fails to do so, they could be responsible for a worker's compensation claim. If another party causes the construction site incident, they may be liable for damages under another type of personal injury case. So what happens with OSHA when there is a construction accident in Massachusetts? When a construction accident occurs in Massachusetts, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, or OSHA, will typically investigate the incident to determine if any safety violations occurred. Now, OSHA is a federal agency, and they're responsible for enforcing safety and health regulations in the workplace. If OSHA determines that a violation of safety regulations occurred, the employer and other responsible companies may be cited and fined. The employer and other companies cited will have the opportunity to contest the citation and fine, of course. They may be required to take steps to correct the violation and prevent similar incidents from happening in the future. If an employee or employee's representative files a complaint about an accident, OSHA will investigate the incident. If the investigation confirms that a violation occurred, OSHA will issue a citation to the employer. The employer will then have 15 working days to contest the citation and fine. If the employer does not contest the citation, they will have to pay the fine and take the necessary steps to correct the violation. If an accident results in the death of an employee, of course, again, OSHA will conduct an investigation. If the investigation confirms that a violation occurred, OSHA will issue a citation and the employer will be required to pay the fine and take the necessary steps to correct the violation. It's worth noting that the employer and any other cited party have the right to contest any citation, proposed penalty, or abatement date. If the cited employer or party does not contest the citation, the citation becomes a final order and they must correct the violation and pay the fine. So by this point, you may be wondering, 
How much do people get paid from a construction accident settlement in Massachusetts? Well, the amount of money that a person can receive from a construction accident settlement in Massachusetts will depend on a variety of circumstances. Factors include the type of construction case the individual has, workers' compensation, general liability, product liability, motor vehicle accident, etc. The severity of the injuries, the amount of medical expenses incurred, and the amount of lost wages or income. Some insurance companies will also pay more than others. As a result, no two cases are the same, and the amount a person may get in a construction accident settlement will vary. It's best to discuss your unique situation with an attorney experienced in construction accident cases to better understand what your case might be worth. Boston construction accidents often cause serious injury and wrongful death. Massachusetts construction workers also face dangers caused by New England's brutal winters. For example, high winds can be dangerous when workers are operating cranes and other heavy machinery or working on scaffolding. Snow and ice pose not only slip-and-fall hazards, but place workers in danger of electrical shock and electrocution. Piles of snow can prevent equipment operators from having a clear view of workers in the immediate vicinity. Those who work outside are also susceptible to frostbite in extremely cold temperatures. Prompt medical attention in all construction accident cases is imperative. So too is immediate legal consultation and analysis. Injuries stemming from construction accidents are often extremely serious, debilitating, or even fatal. They may include broken bones, traumatic brain injury, spinal cord injury, or back and neck injuries. Recovery can take months or even years, and in some cases, employees may never fully heal. Many injured workers are in the prime of their lives when these accidents happen and are often the primary wage earners for their families. The economic ripple effect of many of these accidents not only extends to families, but ultimately the greater Boston community. While all construction workers face a certain amount of risk each time they report to a job site, certain workers are more prone to serious and fatal injuries. Workers who work on high-rise buildings, perform demolition work, work on sewers and ducts, operate heavy machinery, and those who work with power tools are at a higher risk for serious and fatal injuries. Other high-risk construction workers include roofers, welders, painters, electricians, laborers, and iron and steel workers. Once again, employers have a duty to ensure that all workers on the job are well-trained and well-equipped for the task at hand. Too often, however, they fail and injuries result. While a construction company might not be motivated, while a construction company might be motivated to dodge safety regulations in an effort to save money, OSHA fines can be steep. Massachusetts construction companies have been fined hundreds of thousands of dollars for worksites riddled with fall hazards, cave-in risks, and other dangerous safety violations. In the aftermath of an accident, it is important to speak immediately with a Boston construction injury lawyer because you may be entitled not only to workers' compensation benefits but also to damages from a personal injury lawsuit. Benefits available through workers' compensation coverage allow reimbursement for medical expenses and a portion of lost income. However, such benefits will not cover damages for pain and suffering. 
Massachusetts workers' compensation law includes an exclusive remedy provision that bars litigation against an employer regardless of fault. The construction accident attorneys at Jeffrey Glassman Injury Lawyers can provide legal advice tailored to the facts of your case. Third-party lawsuits against other responsible parties can help injured workers secure damages. Now, here are some examples of third-party lawsuits that can be filed following an accident on a construction site. If a piece of equipment or machinery was defective and caused or contributed to the accident, a product liability lawsuit can be brought against the manufacturer of that equipment and others involved in the distribution and sale of the malfunctioning product. Manufacturers can be held liable for injuries caused by tools and equipment that are defective in design and manufacturing, or for failing to properly instruct the safe use or warn against hazards. In these cases, the injured party often argues that the manufacturer knew or should have known about the defect. Workers can also file personal injury lawsuits against parties who don't work for their employer. This includes property owners or others. A property owner can be sued for failing to disclose a hazardous condition or for unsafe conditions on a job site. Other contractors can be sued for contributing to an unsafe work site or for failing to properly train their employees if those failings caused the worker's injury. Construction workers seriously injured in motor vehicle accidents can sue all other parties responsible for that accident. And finally, Companies that rent and lease construction equipment and tools can be held liable for failing to maintain the equipment in a safe condition or failing to warn off hazards. A work injury attorney will evaluate your case and seek compensation from all potentially liable parties. In most cases, these disputes are resolved through negotiations with the negligent party's insurance carrier. An attorney will make sure that a settlement provides adequate compensation for your injury. In Massachusetts, the statute of limitations for filing a personal injury lawsuit is three years from the date of injury. However, to increase your chance of a successful outcome, it's crucial that you contact an attorney as soon as possible. This way, a timely investigation can be performed while evidence is still present and witnesses are still able to remember how the accident occurred. Most workplace accidents and injuries are preventable. Since falls are the top cause of construction worker fatalities and make up one-third of all on-the-job deaths in the field, OSHA, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and several other government and industry groups have put together a national campaign to prevent falls on construction sites. According to the Center for Construction Research and Training, every year in the United States, more than 200 construction workers are killed, and more than 10,000 are seriously injured in falls. Here are a few other statistics concerning construction worker falls that might surprise you. Workers older than 65 years of age and immigrant workers had the highest risk of fatal falls in 2018. Falls from roofs were the primary cause of death for workers younger than 44. Falls from ladders were the most common source of falls for workers older than 55. Roofers have 10 times the rate of deadly falls than all other construction jobs combined. And finally, falls from roofs comprise 33% of all construction fall deaths 
and falls to a lower level are the main cause of construction accident fatalities. The safety campaign urges contractors to take these steps to prevent falls from heights. 1. Prior to starting each job, plan ahead with a focus on safety measures. 2. Provide the correct equipment for workers who are performing tasks at elevated heights. 3. Train workers on how to use equipment and how to work in a safe manner on roofs, ladders, and scaffolding. Planning, providing proper safety equipment, and training will not only prevent falls, but other types of construction site accidents as well. Fall equipment includes personal fall arrest systems, guardrails, and access equipment such as aerial lifts and ladders. Employees should be trained not only on how to use fall protection equipment, but on what to do if someone falls. It's also important to note that personal protective equipment isn't effective when it doesn't fit properly. Protective equipment is available in a variety of sizes and designs. There is even protective equipment available to specifically fit women, who currently account for approximately 10% of construction workers. We understand that workers may be hesitant to file claims against their employers or big-name firms within their industry. But we want to emphasize that calling out these firms for safety breaches is essential not only to ensuring the financial stability of the injured worker and his or her family, but also to making sure job sites are safe for future generations of workers. There are whistleblower protection laws that protect workers who report safety violations to OSHA from retaliation by their employers. You should be aware of that. Clearly, filing a construction accident injury claim is a complex task with a lot of pitfalls, and experience in these cases matters. Trust your recovery to a law firm that has handled many of these types of cases over the years. Don't go it alone. Reach out to us today. We're here to help. Thanks for listening to the Boston, Massachusetts Injury Lawyers Podcast for Jeffrey Glassman Injury Lawyers. If you have any further questions, please feel free to call us at 617-777-7777 or go to our website, jeffreysglassman.com and use the handy contact form to set up an appointment to discuss your personal injury case. Please remember that the initial consultation is free and that we get no fee unless we are successful in settling your case. Please like this podcast, rate and review us. That really helps us grow. And follow the Boston, Massachusetts Injury Lawyers podcast to hear future episodes about all aspects of personal injury law and how it applies to your personal injury case.